What is going on, ladies and gentlemen? It's the king of the couch back in your ear holes for another edition of the world's greatest podcast. Probably the king of the couch podcast. How are we? I'm good. I'm stoked to be here. It's been uh, it's been over a week since I was last here. Episode 98. I did a little three-way. My first three-way on the mic. It was oof, arousing. It was exotic. It was delicious. But I had the, the main man, Disco Stu Johnson, and uh, the conspiracy uh, theorist himself, Jared Sukjai, on the podcast. And we did a special State of the Origin breakdown, game one, which was woeful if you're a Queensland fan, but glorious if you're a New South Welshman. So go and check that out if you haven't already. It was a good one. Uh, we are approaching game two. I'll probably talk a little bit about State of Origin tonight. Not not very long, like not an hour and 20 minutes like that last podcast, but we'll touch on it. Um, but I'm back. But it means I didn't do my Monday podcast last week. I aired the show on last Sunday, I believe. So um, yeah, I wanted to let that run and frankly had a, had a dick load of shit to do so that's just how i roll but i'm back and i'm, I'm having a late one tonight it's uh 9 p.m monday evening 21st of the 6 2021 let's get this friggin show down your ear holes uh i will say i'm joined by a little companion tonight um a beerio i'm excited i'm i've got one weekend left and then it's dry july so yeah the whole not drinking on a monday show pack has gone out the window i've actually i'm drinking crown lager it, it takes me back. It reminds me of my grander. Um, he used to drink Crown like a God rest his soul. But I feel like I haven't had a crownie since like since back in the day. I, I don't even remember, frankly, buying Crown Lagers as, as, a, as a boy, even as a man. I'm a man now, I think. But I saw a special at Dan Murphy's, and I'm a, I'm a whore for the specials. It was a two for 25 deal. That's pretty good. Lately, I've been trying to, I'd like to say drink less. Actually, that's probably what it's come from, trying to drink less. But I have... Um, it's not a financial decision. It's, it's a bad financial decision, what I'm trying to say, to drink less, right, if you are a drinker, right? Because what I find is you start buying six-packs, and it might be, you know, anywhere from, like, say, 15 to 20 bucks a six-pack, and you do that two to three times over a weekend, you've just blown the whole financial budget out the window. Whereas I'd like to buy a carton, right? I know I'm saving some value, but I generally would drink more. But I don't know if I do. So I'm, I'm still, I'm, oh, the jury's still out on that. I'm not really sure what that's about. But I um, I thought I got two six packs over the weekend and I made it, I made it last. This is my last one. So I bought two six packs on Thursday. That's pretty fucking good going, I think. Like, I don't know how my math is. That's four days. That's basically like three beers a day. That's that's pretty good. That's pretty good for for an out and out alcoholic. Um, and I only managed to punish like three bottles of wine nearly over the weekend. They were one liter bottles though, so that could be an issue. I'm recording the show tonight, obviously, but visually I'm recording it, and I I took a glimpse at myself before, and then and the nose is a bit rosaceified, so I run out of the cream that I put on my my nose, which could play a part, but I think maybe the the whiny sulfates have fucked me too, so it doesn't matter, but I will take a delicious sip of this Crown Lager, made from 100% Australian malt, mm, fucking patriotic, oh, delish, magish, so good, um, love it, can't wait to just get crownies again, it's my last one, I love them so much, I'm going to take them out for another spin, I'm going to take them out for another date, really liked it, but anyway, how are you? You good? I will say straight up because you got to do the you got to do this shit. Uh, subscribe to the show if you're listening and you like what you hear. Subscribe, please. You get the notifications week to week. You don't have to wait for me to plug it on my Instagram or whatever. Um, 
If you can drop a uh, comment somewhere online, that, that means a lot too, of course. But more than that, what I'm big on is paying it forward. So if you like what you hear in this show and any other show that you have listened to before and you think it might resonate with someone else, please go and like share it with them. Maybe direct to that person. I'm burping, wouldn't be a show without it. Maybe direct to that person or, you know, just do it on your Instagram, Facebook, put it out there for the punters, you know, I get a lot of listeners off the back of people sharing episodes, and I really appreciate that, and quite a few have got in touch with me, um, so I, I want to keep driving that home, I really like paying it forward, I'm a big one too, I I love um, when someone has shared something, and I've gone and listened to it, music's a big one for me, I'm like, I'll respect someone's music tastes, and they might share a new band, um, and uh, I will give an example, a guy, Shimbone Star, I follow, I don't know his real name, but Shimbone Star, if he's listening, he's a legend, um, he shared a thing about a band called Astro Death recently, and mate, what a share, I fucking love them all over it, they can't, they're doing an Australian tour uh, in like August, uh, I'm going to go and check out a show, so I'm, I'm excited, so pay it forward, it's, <clears throat> paying it forward speaks volumes, I can't, I can't talk highly enough about paying it forward, but anyway, Let's get into the show. Let me pull up my notes. As always, we'll start with the weekend chatter. It was a, uh, a fairly, fairly somewhat low-key weekend. Um, Beck was very crook. I don't know if I've just got this supersonic immune system. I don't know if it's the crownies and the white wine that I've been drinking the last few days. I don't know if it's just that, like, I've just got this, like, visceral tenacity about me. But I don't know what it is. But touch wood. I will touch wood because I know I'm not a psychopath. But I... I just, I've been dogging sicknesses. Arabella's been crook. My mum's been crook. Beck's been crook. Beck's been like sick like twice in 10 days. Like it was like a cold and it fucked off and then it came back with a vengeance. She's got the cough. It's like she's been just dusting like 20 darts a day for like 20 years. She's got this like insane cough. It's, it's, I'll be honest. I know it pains her like to cough it and it pains me to be in the same room hearing it, especially when we're trying to have a conversation, but I love her, so I'll deal with it. But yeah, man, she's just, she was crook. So Friday night was a very low-key night. She was sick. I tried to be the best dad I could, and I think I did a pretty good job. Honestly, it was, it felt like so long ago. It's like fucking quarter to 10 right now, 10 to 10, and I just can't even remember what I did. But she was sick. I sort of looked after Arabella, got her, like, the dinner and stuff. Arabella's going through this phase where, like, if, I, I suppose a lot of kids do. It's not really a phase. It's a thing, you know, she's two and a half, but, like, she when when she can't get back and I'm around, she really wants back, you know, and then probably vice versa. But yeah, because you know, Beck was sick. I was trying to like, no, look, come with dad. We'll do our thing. We'll get this. And you're trying to distract him and stuff like that. Parents listening, I'm sure this is a common thing that has happened when they, especially when they're young and they can't uh, can't reason and stuff like that. But yeah, I don't know. I, it was a bit of a blur. I, look, I got a couple of tins in, of course, and uh, Becky came down. We hung out for a bit. We watched a movie. I, it obviously wasn't that good because it didn't. I didn't fucking remember it. But I did watch a good documentary on the uh, on the sat uh, on the Friday night. Sorry, I'm on Friday. God, fucking crazy, eh? Chill out, Tomo. Just fucking slow it down, mate. Uh, Sunset Strip on Amazon Prime. Uh, it was really good. It was obviously about the Sunset Strip in West Hollywood. If you haven't been there, go and check it out. But it was just really cool, like the history of. It's a road essentially, but it was just the history of how it like came about, like the people that bought it, and then like there was like the uh, Mickey Cohen gangster sort of periods of the twenties and then the thirties and the forties, and then it was like my favorite period, like the 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 fucking rock and roll metal punk sort of um, Sunset Strip that I know and love. I've been to LA a few times, um, just fluffing my own uh, notes here. Just don't even know if that's a saying, but I'll say it. Just fluffing your notes. Um, 
but I've been there and I loved it and I fucking, yeah, I love it. But so I saw this documentary had everyone in it, everyone on the side was like Johnny Depp slash Alice Cooper, uh, Courtney Love, like heaps of fucking actors were in it, heaps of musicians, like heaps of just different people. It was really cool, producers, directors, all sorts of shit. But yeah, really good. That's a small, small little doco review. I've been high on docos lately. I'm loving documentaries and I will give a good shout out to Amazon Prime. I mean, Jeff Bezos, mate, I don't know if you've got any, any pull uh, in the in the documentary department with Amazon Prime, but if you do, mate, shout out to you, Bezos, because it's sick. There's some seriously cool rock and roll and music documentaries. So if you are a music fan, go and spend a little bit of coinage and go and get on Amazon Prime and go and see what they got. So that was it. That was Friday night. I can't remember. Passed out from just pure tiredness, no alcohol, anything whatsoever, just pure tiredness. Woke up Saturday. Now, I had to look after Arabella all day Saturday, which is fine. Beck was working, and she was crook as a dog. She tried to get the day off. She couldn't get the day off, so ugh, is what it is. But um, I remember that. I felt bad for her at the time. I, I'm a lover like that, you know what I mean? Like, we're 31. I'm 32. I'm 32, shit, I'm 32 years of age, wow, that's scary, um, I forgot that for a second, so I'm 32, she's 31, and it was just like, I haven't worked casually in such a long time, you know, it just was like, I can't even remember the last time, like, of getting out of a shift or swapping a shift, do you remember those days of just, like, working casually, I mean, I worked at the Pizza Hut, I worked at Coffee Club, and I worked at, like, two taverns, and this was from, like, when I was, like, 15 all the way up to, like, I like to say, like, 21, 22, there was a period in my life where I got a part-time job back at Forest Lake Tavern, that was rough, yeah, didn't really enjoy that too much, but I needed the money, but I just remember, like, you know, you'd have a party or something, or some fucking event was on the weekend, and it was, like, hey, Derek, can we swap shifts? I'm really desperate to go and get shit-faced here. And like, you know, like, I don't want to be hung hung over as hell the next day, so can you help me out? Or, you know, in Beck's case, she actually was sick and no one would shot, swap the shift with her. But it is what it is. But I just, I, I just fully took pity on her at that point. I was like, God, it's been so long since I've had to like, swap a shift so any hospitality casual workers out there i i uh, I empathize with you if you've got to swap a shift a legitimate swift uh, shift swap that's what i was trying to say not pausing the show tonight just gonna roll with it mistakes and all fucking warts and all thank you very much on that note i'm gonna have another little sip of root delish mcgish um yeah lost my train of thought so i was looking after arabella there and i tell you what she just woke up on the wrong side of the bed wasn't having it all morning. Just one of these things. It's fucking cold right now. And it's Queensland cold. No people might go, it's not that cold. But like right now I'm looking at the temperature gauge. I've got this new little thing on my computer. And it's telling me it's 12 degrees. But this is what it was like on Saturday. It was windy as all fuck. Wind. I hate the wind. Hey, it's it's really the shittest of all the elements. I've talked about it many, many a time before. I hate it. As far as elements goes, it's the shittest of all the elements. It's just no good. I don't even know what it's there for. Don't like it. No good. It's windy as fuck, your lips are cracking, everything's drying out, and it's cold, right? And she just refuses to like want to wear jumpers or anything like that. She's all these cute jumpers, and she just doesn't want to wear any of them. Hey, she wants to just go to these like t-shirts and things like that. And I'm just like, I don't want to look like a bad parent because I'm fucking cold here. But she's just like, you got this screaming ass kid that just won't put on these certain clothes. So I, I try to just mix what I can together. I eventually got her in a singlet and this white long sleeve t-shirt that she wants to wear and these like crazy pants that she loves wearing. But it's like, mate, you got all these cute as fuck jumpers and you just won't want to wear it. Oh, God, it's beyond me. So that sort of set me off in a bad mood doesn't want to do things, doesn't want to eat things, and it's like, oh, my fucking God here, you know what I mean? We eventually get back to work. She was all right, but doesn't want to be put down, and she was just full on. Honestly, I know I've been praising her, and I love her to death, but that was the the first day 
uh, that I reckon she's really, really tested my patience, really pushed my buttons. And I've got this thing, I've got this thing, uh, parents, where I, I, try, I don't really baby kids, you know. I know she's only two and a half, and I will baby her to an extent, you know. I, I understand the age that she's in, but I don't talk goo goo gaga sort of bullshit talk of them. And I'm just like, Arabella. I'm fucking, you know, I don't say fucking, but I'm like, I'm losing my patience, right? You're really, I always say you give me the tom tits, you know, like shits, like cockney rhyming slang. I don't even know if you can say tits to a two-year-old, but I do. It's okay. It's it's not that bad, actually. It's not a swear. Tits is not a swear word. But uh, just, man, all day. It was like when she was like, when she was winning, she was singing. And when she was losing, oh, worst thing ever, you know. So I took her to time zone. She was stoked there. Then it was like, didn't want to leave time zone, but we had to leave time zone and didn't want to do this, didn't want to do that. She's losing it in the car. Oh man, fucking just, it was the hardest, it was the hardest time I've had with her uh, in my whole existence with her. Yeah. I don't know if that makes sense, but that's what I'm saying. So it was just one of those days, you know, it was like, uh, couldn't deal with it. Beck finished early, picked her up, got our shit done. I don't know, made a nice pot of soup on Saturday night. That was really good. I'm really loving soup. I like it. I've got Irish roots, you know, dad's Irish and things like that. So we love soup. It's in my blood, I feel like. Soup in Guinness, it's a thing. And uh, so we made a nice batch of soup, sat down. It was a good one. You know, we've got all these like Netflix, Stan, Amazon Prime. I'm not a baller. I don't pay for them all. I I don't pay for Netflix. I pay for Stan and I jack Prime off the mother-in-law. But... I was like trying to find a movie and it was just like the first movie we found, The Rainmaker. Never seen it. Matt Damon. Mm, unreal. Put it on. Great movie. It was a real 10 out of 10 for me. It's a John Grisham novel. It's so nice when you sit down at all these fucking streaming services and you just find a movie bang in the first minute. You know, in the first 10 seconds we found this movie and it was the one and it was great. It was two hours and like 15 minutes. Perfect movie. It For me, it didn't drag. It was a great movie. It's an old movie. Go and check it out, The Rainmaker. It was on Netflix. Oh, so good. There was a soup. I don't know. And then I just stayed up a bit longer than Beck. And I like my Saturday nights, you know. I like my night. Actually, frankly, I like my nights. I really do. I'm a night owl. And I wanted to stay up a little bit longer. And I was um I was I was I was gonna say I was trying to get under the influence, but like I just was having drinks and it just wasn't touching the sides. I've got dry July around the corner and it was it's probably for good reason because I feel like I my my piss fitness has really upped its ante lately. And I had like maybe two or three stubbies of the crownies i think i had maybe three and i then i switched to like the wine and i just man it was a one liter bottle of sab blanc and i was wrong with me but i just kept drinking it drinking it drinking it i woke up in the morning it was like not 10 percent of the bottle left like there was like a, like a, like a fucking ant's piss worth like nothing and i was like man that didn't even hit the size i was sweet i just couldn't you know not that i want to get drunk and sit on the couch it wasn't like that it wasn't a depressing thing it was a fun drunk what i like doing this might sound depressing actually to you guys but i actually really find it fun sometimes i like getting that little bit too tipsy where kind of that point of where the dutch courage is up you know like when you when you're out in the town and you're dancing you see a nice girl that you know you want to want to boogie up to and you've got that courage that's the level of like tipsy i want to be on the couch when i'm when i'm cruising through netflix because i will look at fucked up movies on netflix and go all right this horror like i'm just drunk enough here that i'm not that scared i'm not you know because in the corner of my eye i can see the front door which is kind of like a glassy sort of silhouette so there could be you know baddies on the other side but i i I like that i like getting just slightly tipsy enough to to get courageous you know like um, i'm cowardly the courageous line and uh, a movie came up, and I haven't watched it because there's like this sort of cat torture scene. I know it sounds kind of gross. I know I'm not mental. Bear with me. But one of my friends, Alex Anitsky, he's always like recommending fucked up movies. And there was this one called Bad Boy Bubby on Netflix. And I, I've just been like, 
I, what I'll do is I'll go and like research these movies and try to find all the fucked up things about them. Just like I'm really funny with certain things, you know. Like I I can watch really gory movies, but things where animals are like hurt, oh, it really fucks with my psyche. I don't really like it. So anyway, watched it. Alex, mate, don't ever re- recommend me a movie like that ever again. If you're listening, wow, just horrible. I tried to bear with it for like half an hour, and. Yeah, honestly, one of the worst pieces of dog shit I've ever seen in my whole entire life. Um, yeah, wow. Um, it was so fucked up. I will say there were some really fucked up bits in the start there. And I actually like skipped through some of it, not because I was scared. I was just like, when's this going to kick in? I'm sure there's a message there somewhere in the movie, but I didn't get to it. Hey, I just thought this is just like someone's just absolutely taking the piss and they've got away with it here. And this this movie was just fucking heinous. Um, so yeah, Bad Boy Barbie on Netflix, highly do not recommend, but if you want a good fucked up film, then go and recommend it. I got over it, and I went and watched the Viva Viva the Underdogs, uh, the Parkway Drive documentary that's come onto Netflix. 10 out of 10. I fell asleep in the end, so I'm going to have to finish that. Maybe tonight I might finish that when I finish up here. But man, 10 out of 10. I love Parkway Drive. Got into them on their like their fourth album. Sort of never really listened, never really took the time to listen to them. The fourth album, really dug it. And uh, went back and bought all their other albums. And they're just a good band, you know what I mean? They're just really good Australian band. Like five surfy dudes that don't look like metalheads at all, frankly. And they just do some of those fucking badass metal and they're from byron bay they're like half vegan they're like half like don't drink it's it's crazy they just seem like such nice boys you know nice guys nice men sorry um but yeah really cool this is about their like their last tour they did where it was just like huge like theatrical and it was really cool i like i appreciated that you know so they documented that and that was just man very cool so I don't know, woke up on the couch really fucking early in the morning. I, had, I always do this. When I wake up on the couch, especially on a Saturday, Sunday morning, I always put on Rage. Before I go to bed, I like to see who's programming Rage, and it was the Avalanches programming it, so it was like a lot of dancey sort of shit, so I wasn't missing out on much. But the weekend before, it was like Noel Gallagher, and there was some fucking, he had some tunes, man. He had some real bang-on tunes. But anyway, went to bed at like 4 a.m. That's my style. People go, man, you're crazy, Tomo. I'm like, I am. I'm, I'm, I am. I'm, I'm Tomo, king of the couch, wild man, Thompson. I'm crazy. So woke up Sunday morning and I just had a bit of pep in my step. I wanted to do something, you know. I just wanted to get out of the house. I love getting out of the house. I work here five days a week and I just wanted to get out of the house. So I said, let's, Beck, let's get our shit together. We'll, Arabella, like, let's grab your scooter, get our stuff. We'll go down to like a beach, maybe Moffat Beach, something like that. And we'll just go and have a little little bit of a time. Our friends, um, I'll give them a shout out soon, but they opened a little ice cream store down at Moffat Beach. So I wanted to go and check that out. And um, anyway, go down to Moffat Beach. It's pumping. Weather's great. Cold as fuck, but weather's great. Sun's out. And I was in like a bit of a funny mood, I've got to be honest. I was I was trying to be positive. I I didn't have the greatest sleep, obviously, because I was sort of a little bit half cut on the couch, woke up, you know the drill. But I didn't have the greatest sleep. I was a bit annoyed. Arabella was, I think, no, she was pretty good Sunday. She was pretty good. It was just in my head. I just was like, you know, I was taking my whole self too seriously. That's what it was. It was, I was just being a total dickhead. And I was taking my whole life way too seriously. I thought I had to take a chill pill, you know. Anyway, we get to the park, right? We get to Moffa Beach. I don't know if you know, know Moffa Beach that well, but it's a lovely, lovely scene, right? I'm fully blasé. I will, I've got a story here. This is kind of like a punchable offense, actually. It's been a while since I've done a punchable offense. I don't know how to do this without advocating violence, though. I get down to the beach. We're on the park bit, not on the, not on the sand. I'm cruising around, and 
Beck goes off and does her thing. I'm just looking around. Frank's on the lead. Took Frank out. Shout out, Frank. And I'm cruising around. And next thing, this this chick, an older chick, and her husband's sitting there. He didn't want to borrow me. And this other guy, he's sitting there. They were just looking forward, right? They were just like respecting the ocean and just mesmerized by the waves on Sunday because they were nice. But this this chick turns around to me and she goes, she Karen me. I got Karen. I got fucking Karen on Sunday. She turned around and goes, excuse me, are you going to pick up your dog's mess? And I was like, none the wiser. Now, we'll preface this by saying my dog did take a shit and I did walk away from it. But I was so blasé that I didn't see him take a shit. I don't know if that's me as a bad dog owner, but I'd like to think that there's more beautiful things out there in the, in nature and in the world than me staring at my dog's ass to make sure it's not shitting every step of the way when we're outside of the house. So I'm sorry, okay? I am fucking sorry. So the dog's taking a shit. She said, can you go clean up your dog's mess? I was like, I'm sorry, what are you talking about? And she's like, your dog, he's just done a, a mess or a poo. I think she said poo. He's just done a poo over there. And I was like, you did that. I always did the classic, like left and right, like, what? And I was like, what? I was like, where's he done it? Sorry, like, I didn't see he's done it. She's like, you didn't see your dog do a poo. I was like, nah, I didn't actually see my dog do a poo. I don't know what you're talking about. Can you point the poo out and I'll go and pick it up? I have no issues. I just I just stole a whole bunch of bags from Norfolk Beach, like this little bin that they've got there. I just stole all the poo bags. Tell me where it is and I'll go and get it. And she was just like, it's over near the bin. You should have seen it. I was like, well, I didn't see it. So can you tell me where it is? I've then marched off looking for it. She's like, there's there's kids around here. There's kids around here. And I'm like, lady, I know there's kids around here. I'm a kid with a kid. I know there's kids around here. She just on and on and on about it. Now, look, I will say it was nice that she pointed it out because I don't like when people leave their dog shit lying around. So I was I was I was happy that she did that. That was fine. But these there's these pricks that just keep going on and on and on and on about things. Hey, and she just went at me and at me and then they had to fucking tell me that the kids were there. Mate, I can see them. I can see all the kids around. Hey, I'm not fucking Ray Charles. I can see all the kids, you know? So I was just like, lady, give it a rest. And for that next 10 minutes. I was just spewing. I was just absolutely spewing. I was just George Costanza going, that's what I should have said. That's what I should have said. But I just got me. So if, you, if you're like that lady, don't keep going on about it in front of public. If someone just owns up to their mistake, and I found that for my better part of my adulthood, that's one of the decisions I've come. If you make a mistake as a human being, if you own up to it, then people should immediately just like back off, right? And go, okay, cool. He's made a mistake. He, uh, uh, that's it. Let's forget about it. But this fucking bitch, she just kept going on and on and on about it. And that's what got me, eh? I can I can see a stupid orange shirt in my head too, just sitting there. Ugh. Anyway, won't let that get me down. But it was crazy. I just wanted to bring that up because the way I talked myself out of that, I was just like, after about five, 10 minutes, because I, 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 you know, I started to get narky and I was like, Beck, why I got all this shit? You know, I got the bag and the scooter and this and that. And I'm like, I feel like a tourist. We used to fucking live here. And I was really like getting down on myself. You know, you do that. And Beck's like, I'm going to go away now. So I let her walk away. And I was like, Ugh. and it was like at that moment, it took me, look, I'll be honest, look, I'm a human being. It took me like 10 minutes to calm right down. But it was like, I just kept sort of saying to myself, like, why would I let someone I don't even fucking know have power over me to control my emotions? And that's how I sort of handled and like sort of, you know, subdued the situation. I just, I just kept saying that over and over. I was like, why would I give this bitch my power? You know, why would I give this bitch my power? You know, and even, and it, as it went on, it got nicer. It was just like, yeah, I'm not going to call her a bitch. It was like, why would I give this lady my power? And that's what it is. So there's, there's a little fucking tip in there for you. You know what I mean? Like that's, that, that truly worked for me. Anyway, all good. 
Crew's back. Went and saw our, our good friends Kat and Tim. Shout out Sugar Mama's Ice Cream Shack down at Moffat Beach. Can't miss it right next door to the Pocket and the Takeaway Store. Unreal. They're doing uh, ice cream, obviously, but they're doing waffles and ice cream. I didn't get any myself because um, we just want, we just had ice cream that morning. But, man, the waffles and ice cream smelt ridiculously good and looked ridiculously good. This guy was eating them right next to me, and he was just – he was wrapped. I could I could tell he was wrapped. He had, there was nothing left in his plate. He was so, he was so keen on those waffles. I'm going to go out and get the waffles. But, uh, yeah, shout out, Cat and Tim. I remember when you told me you're going to open that. It's very cool when someone tells you they're going to do something and then they actually do it. So that was really cool. I was really genuinely happy to, to be able to walk into their establishment when I when I knew full well that they'd been working at that for the, at least a better half of a year than I know of. Um, so that was fucking really cool to see. Um and I will get them, I'm going to get them on the show. Uh, I'm going to get them on the show in the next few weeks, in August sometime. We, we chatted about it. I'm going to try and get film and and do the uh, audio in their store. So that will be really cool. So, yeah, that was good. We had a great day. Come home, did some stuff. It was nice. I got some sun. I took the, I took the lid off, read my book, Green Lights, Matthew McConaughey. I'm halfway through it now. I'm a very fast reader. I'm just very bad at picking it up regularly. So I'm a fast reader, just slow at picking it up and doing that regularly. Got some sun. It was nice to just sit in the sun for like an hour or so, just read my book, listen to my music, and then we just chilled out. Had a bit of a bit of a platter. Had some drinks. Um, not too many. We had enough, but it was just good. Unreal. Just unreal Sunday. Can't remember what we did last night. Beck and I just couldn't decide on a movie or anything like that. But we did watch two episodes of um, Down to Earth with Zac Efron. Beck's been like frothing on it and frothing hard on Zac Efron, like really hard, like. I know she loves me, but I'm I'm not confident that she wouldn't cheat on me with Zach Efron. That's how much she she froths on him. I'm pretty sure she touches herself behind closed doors to the to the idea of Zach Efron. Maybe pictures online, but I think the thought, frankly, is enough to get to get her off. But um, that's me just speculating. But she is fucking well keen on him, hey. Um, and it pains me. You know, he's a little like he's he's jacked. He's got a really killer body. I will say that. Like, and he seems like such a nice guy, which is like just as hardly such a nice guy this whole thing is about like sustainability and just like respecting the planet and each other and i'm like god this guy's so freaking nice freaking hot ass body you know what i mean he's got a great beard great head of hair like just beautiful skin i've got like my nose is full red with rosacea you know what i mean i've just like beck just like took one look at me as i was fully naked like at my most vulnerable state i looked up at beck's eyes they weren't looking eye to eye they weren't even looking at my penis it was just looking at my stomach and she was like wow like you've put on some weight. And I was like, oh my fucking God, hey. It was after we watched Zac Efron. So it was just, yeah, wow. It was a real eye-opener for me. But I got, I digressed there. I really did digress there. She loves Zac Efron. And it was a great show. Shout out, Zac. Um, never want to meet you in the presence of my partner, Beck. Um, so please don't get in touch. But yeah, it was a good show. So we watched that and uh, went to bed. Um, and that, my friends, was the weekend. Just with a whole bunch of... Other cool shit thrown in there, so it was it was it was it was lovely. It was a lovely time, but um, let's get into it. Let's get into the rest of the show. Bit to, a little bit to discuss tonight. Just some some random bits and pieces. Got a little thing about the Broncos. Oh, God, bittersweet talking about the Bronky Tonks. We will talk a little bit about sport. We'll talk about footy and stuff. I wanted to give a bit of a plug here right now. I've got. Uh, the second line, the second drop. I've done the King of the Cows t-shirts, the OG t-shirts. They're good. They went they went off about a year ago. Lovely. So good. But I uh, hooked up with a designer, uh, Jackson Hoyes, J Hoyes Design. Shout out J Hoyes Design on Instagram. I hooked up with Jackson and 
he is a, he's a goat. So like, I finally found a designer. It took me ages, frankly, people to to find someone that I wanted to to do to do my merch. And it wasn't because I was a picky prick. It's just like hard for people to get back to you. They're charging you a fucking squillion dollars for like the littlest bit of shit that they could draw. Anyway, it was like Christ, you know. But I wanted someone to help me shout out these ideas. And so we got merch. What I'm getting at here is we've got merch. King of the Couch merch. Drop two. I don't know what we're calling it. I'm, I'm just, I'm acting like I'm just some fucking streetwear label. But basically, I'm like the podcasting version of Louis Vuitton right now. So I've got two hats coming, and I've got a hoodie, and I've got a collared shirt. I had two hoodies, um, but I'm going to just drop one of the hoodies right now, and I'm going to redo that in a t-shirt sort of version in probably six to eight weeks. Um, just a couple of reasons I want to do that, but frankly, like, winter's, like, got two months left, and I think... I like the hoodie design and I like the, the crew shirt design and I want to do them as t-shirts. So I don't want to blow my load all in one, all in one drop. But yeah, if you, if you are following me on Instagram, go and check out my, my latest post. I put them all up there. They're very cool. Very cool. We've got two hats. One's a black hat with like pink riding curved king of the couch. Looks really, really mint. Uh, one's like a pale pink hat with like this big, cool black logo. They're going to be both like embroidered logos on the front. Um, we've got like a black hoodie with like this cool, we call it like the Dogtown era hoodie, but it's like this cool sort of checkerboard thing. It says King of the Couch. It says World Greatest Podcast probably. Just really cool. You know, like honestly, Jackson did such a good job with these. It's just cool. And I wanted this, Um, and I, and I wanted to do one with like classic college like lettering. So KOTC, it's like on a white crew neck with um, blue and then red outline on the kotc it just looks really sharp really clean i really like it i don't know i don't know why but i just i, I really like the college lettering style um and i i just wanted to put that on a shirt all these ideas by the way come from like me just going i would really like to wear that myself so that's sort of honestly where they originate from so i'm not like pretending i'm some big ass fashion director because i'm nothing like that but i just think would I wear that? Yeah, it's fucking cool because I love clothes, you know, and I've got stacks of ideas. So now I'm like totally psyched because like I have hooked up with uh, with Jackson or Jay Hoy's design and it's just like, it's so refreshing to be able to like take an idea, give it to someone that's got a shitload of skill and have them put it on on, on paper for you and go, and you go, that's exactly what I want, man. And uh, yeah, it's good. So the pre-orders, what is it? It's Monday night. The pre-orders, I guarantee you, will be up by Friday night. I'm just doing, just signing off on the finer details. I've launched a little website, which I'll push out this week. All professional. I'm going big time. It's big time. But it, what this means, though, is like, this will be the first of many drops. I wanted to do clothing a bit more regularly. Um, you know, I'd like to do something in there for the ladies and things like that. Um, but I've got you know, we're going to be doing a bucket hat later in the year, coming into summer. Got heaps of different t-shirts ideas. Got a couple of party shirts in there. Just got some really cool, really cool things. I've got, I've got other ideas for winter. Obviously, I know that Queensland. I have listeners outside of Queensland, so I, I will, I will keep keep that in mind too. So we don't just have to do fucking jumpers every June, July, August for, for the for the potty. But um, man, I am like super stoked. I, you, I don't know if you can hear it in my voice. I'm I'm actually jacked tonight. I. I, I yeah, as soon as I saw these designs, I was so happy and it was just like really cool. And it, it, it's kind of like what I've been working so hard at. Like, you know, this this show to me is like, it's an extension of me, but it, it is me, right? This I am the king of the couch. Like it is me. It's a, it's a state of mind that I get in. I genuinely love like getting on here every week and just fucking talking at my ass, whether it's trying to be funny, whether it's trying to be meaningful, tell a story, make fun of shit, give you a punchable offense, you know, burp in your ears. I don't know, but I just genuinely love doing it and it and it brings me so much joy. So the fact that like I, I can now like 
put some clothing and some merchandise out there. You know what I mean? I don't, I, I, you all know, like I don't get paid to do the podcast. Like, I do it because I genuinely love it. So the merchandise is a way that I can maybe like, maybe get some money in the door. It's, it's 100%. It's not about making fucking money off people. It's nothing like that. It's, it's like, I just want to see the king of the couch out there more. I want to see people wearing it. I want to see it moving. I want more listeners because, you know, ego aside, I think there's probably some value that I deliver week to week, uh, whether it makes you fucking laugh or think or, or whatnot, or you can relate to it. But each week we get more listeners and it's really, really cool. So the merch clothing apparel whatever the fuck you want to call it will be pre-order live by the end of this week we'll do a week-long pre-order so get in save your money i'm going to try and be as nice as i can with the prices i don't want to sort of fucking gouge you or anything like that but i will say i will say and shout out to like small business i have realized now how um how how hard people work and how how difficult it can be to like turn a profit so i know it might sound crazy but it's like you really underestimate it from paying for like the design to paying the printers to paying postage fucking maybe spending a little bit of money on subscriptions and in, in the terms of websites and things like that you got to sign up for a lot of services uh and now pay to to post the show month to month it you know cost me 14 bucks a month but it's still money that's got to come out of my pocket you know i got a family i got i got fucking mouths to feed but I'm digressing here, but what I'm saying is if you can dig deep and there is like a hoodie or a hat or you want to buy everything, fuck, it honestly would mean the world to me. Dead set would mean the world to me. So go crazy um, and we'll have more and more and more. There's heaps of shit I want to do. So, But at the very core of it, that's all That's all fun, but I just want to keep talking to you guys. That's uh, That means the world to me. So that's it. That's done and dust with the merch. Keep an eye out my Instagram and my Facebook. I will be posting it and I will probably, uh, when it's up live, I'll probably... I don't know. We'll do something. We'll talk about it. Doesn't matter. Um, oh God, 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 God. State of Origin two. All right, Broncos. I will say I saw a little cool thing about the Broncos. I'll get into State of Origin two. Sorry, I jumped ahead there. Broncos. I saw a cool little thing. It made honestly made me cry. Um, Nate Wilson and his family. He's a he's a little boy. He's got leukemia. Uh, that sucks. I hate that. I hate when I see things like that. Um, because I feel so bad for the kid and the family and stuff like that. Now that I'm a parent, man, it just hits me on a whole different level. It really does. And I, I saw this thing and this kid, Katoni Stag, shout out Katoni. He like run into uh, his parents somewhere. I don't know. They wanted him. They asked him for a bit of charity sort of help. You know, whatever it was. I can't remember the exact story. Sorry, but he was like, "Look, I'll do one better. Why don't you come down to training? We'll do a whole bunch of you know this and that for you." So the they come down. They literally come down to every training session now. They just like they make the kid like one of one of their own. Like they make him so welcome. And then on Friday night's game, yeah, he run out with uh, with Alex Glenn, like the captain. And man, it was just so nice. Like I just, yeah, I said, I've fully brought like tears to my eyes watching this shit. It just hits me on a different level now. Like this stuff with kids and their families having a daughter of my own. It just parents will know parents will know it things hit you differently when you're a parent uh if you love your kids it's just it's yeah wow so that was really cool and it was like i just thought it was really good that like you know they got a bit of airtime this sort of thing because i know that the rugby league world and especially the brisbane broncos they get a lot of like negativity at the moment so uh, i will say that they, they are copping it big time there's there's a lot of moving parts going on at the broncos so we won't go on about it. it's not an nrl podcast tonight but we will probably hear in another month or so jared and Stu and i'll get back on the mic and do a bit of a do a little breakdown because we really enjoyed doing that nrl one it was really fun the other week but um <clears throat> yeah i'm not even gonna talk about the broncos it's, it's going crazy at the moment but i will i will i will keep them in a positive light the thing that they did for nate wilson and his family was so good i'm gonna take another little sip here because i'm fucking drying out mm. how good's it that's so good 
Oh God, I love beer. I'm really looking forward to dry July because I need to get off alcohol and shit food. So I'm not doing any junk food at all in dry July. I'm going hard as a motherfucker. I'm gonna I'm gonna fucking shave this face down, make it look nice and lean and Zach Efroni. I'm gonna just get jacked, super jacked. It'd be my goal to one day just like wake up, roll over to Beck, just have my body look exactly like Zach Efron's, just to see like all the weird sexual things that she'd do to me. I'd like to think that she would. I can't do much about my face. I'd like to think it would get thinner, but his face is his face. My face is my face, and I love my face. It is my face. It's unique to me. It's my face. But, yeah, I don't even know what happened. We were talking about the Broncos and, and Nate Wilson, and then I just started talking about myself again. You selfish prick. Oh, God, State of Origin 2. Um, quick State of Origin 2. We, we got beat badly in Game 1. I know if you listened to the podcast last week, you, you know we talked about it at great length. But... Um, I wanted to give a shout out, Reese Walsh. Uh, pains me that he plays for the Warriors, seeing as that he was let go from the Broncos. But he's he's a gun, and they've named him fullback for the side. Very big move. He's like eighteen years of age, so I'm a bit nervous for him. But I uh, I don't care. It'll it's one of those things. It's it's cool to see that he got got the call up. There's no Broncos players in in the team. It's the first time since like like twenty years or some shit. There's no Bronco players been in either team. Crazy. I think yeah. Ben Iken ninety five. Just reading my notes here. Five changes. Oh man, I don't know. I just yeah, I, I'm 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 absolutely uh, nervous for the teams. We got uh, who are the new people in the teams? Uh, Andrew McCulloch, Josh Papali. Need to see Josh in there. Um, we've got uh, Ben Hunt. He's on the interchange. Francis Molo, Cohen Hess. I don't know. I look Paul Green's a coach. Uh, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna dog anyone, but I just think he's he's probably good. He's got a few ex he, his his ex players in there because he's not uh, you know not bloody doing his thing, but he's got a few Cowboys players in there. So I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I I want to think that Queensland are going to come out and smash the Blues on Sunday evening. You know, I'll be having a tipple. The big king will be having a tipple. It'll be like my third last day on the drink. So um, I don't know, but I'm a bit nervous. I am very, very nervous. So uh, we will see. So anyway, I will, I will, I will carry on. I wanted to uh, talk quickly about Paul Gallen, um, because I had a question come in last Monday. I didn't get to, um, I didn't get to talk about it last week. Cause I did a show last week, but Ash Wildman, thank you. She, she asked me, what were my predictions with Paul Gallen versus Justice Honey? Um, or Honey, however you say his name. I look, I thought Honey would win. He was the champ. He was like 20 years younger. Um, so you would think that was what happened. And of course he, he did win on the Wednesday night. He, he looks like he punched the absolute lights out of Paul Gallen and yeah, just totally outboxed him. Not a massive boxing fan. I like it, but it's a bit of a, I don't follow it. Like I follow the UFC. Um, but yeah, I, I, I really like Paul Gallen in the way that like he talks it up. You know what I mean? Selling a fucking fight. I think to be frank, I think he I think he got okay, this is crazy, right? How it works, right? He's the underdog. He doesn't have a belt. He won one point two seven five million, I think, in just like that was his fee. And I think Justice was like on three hundred thousand dollars as the champ. It's ridiculous, you know. So more power to these people, you know, that like going out there. They've got to train, don't get you wrong. They've got to train. It is dangerous too. People die, like People go in fucking comas and can die from getting hit in the head. So it is it is pretty scary, you know what I mean? Like, it's rare, but it does happen. Um, but it got me just thinking, you know, after I, like, just hearing people's comments, I'm, I'm in, I, like, people close to me, and they always talk about it, you know? People, like, hate Paul Gallon and they want to see him lose. And it's just crazy that people are willing to, like, go out of their way to, like, 
watch someone lose. They're not there to watch the other person win. It's it's in it's in the the words that they use. They're not there to watch this person win. They're there to watch this other person lose, and that's what they're getting entertainment out about it. And I don't know. I just feel like that's a very negative way to be in your life you know and i've probably said some negative things from time to time i'm no fucking martyr i will put my hands up and say that but i think it's just very interesting that like we live in this world where people for whatever reason really don't want to see people do well and i just think that's it's an awful thing to to do you know um paul gallon you know i didn't want to see him lose i didn't care if he won but i didn't want to see you know him lose in terms of like the way it's like it's presented you know there is going to be a winner and a loser that's how sport works but to like sort of go in at like a hateful thing going yeah i hope he gets hurt hope he loses and stuff like that i don't know it's just weird and i wouldn't go out of my way to watch someone lose you know i don't know why i wanted to sort of bring attention to that but i just feel like you should people out there you should probably like watch your words or just check the words that you're using i feel like if if you're saying that sort of shit out loud it kind of brings you down as a as a person you know like looking forward to losing you should be you should be fucking promoting winning and we should be looking at bringing people up you know australia's got a massive uh culture of like tall poppy syndrome and it's like a very bad thing we want people to do well but we don't want them to do that well you know so it totally overshadows what we're doing you know because we're you know, a little bit small and we're talking too much, we're not doing enough and it was just like, yeah, one of those things but, I mean, more power to this guy, you know what I mean, he had like a pretty good NRL career, fucking great NRL career, he was just, unfortunately, he was just versing the Queensland dynasty so he didn't do too well there but, um, you know, won a premiership, played for Australia, all that sort of stuff, he's a great NRL analyst and he's a, a good, I like his footy brain, I love when he talks about the NRL and he's a boxer, you know, he's not the fucking Muhammad Ali but he's a boxer and he does well and he's like, Call out the right people. He's beat the right people. He's made the right money. You know, he's got mouths to feed. So, man, he is like a man like me with a family. He's just on a slightly different path. But you know, we've all got the same end game. You know what I mean? Go out and be the best person you can be, and and provide for your family and things like that, and and whatever shape or form that might be. So, yeah, I just wanted to bring attention to that, like sort of the your words and things like that. You know. So anyway, who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Um. Last week it was it was mental health week. I don't know where it was mental health week, but I saw everybody like posting online about mental health week. I looked it up. Queensland's mental health week is like the 9th of October for a week, but so I don't know if it was down south or just whatever it was, but um I saw all these people doing like all these cool things and just like sharing stuff. So I just I thought I'd bring it up there too because mental health is I know as a dedicated week, which is which is great. Um but it's one of those things that like people live with like day in day out all year round so we, we it's it's good now that shit like this is being talked about i myself have talked about it at length on numerous episodes i won't go too heavily into it tonight but um it's just one of those things you know you've got to watch your own mental health and you've got to watch around for other people's mental health and you've got we've got to be kind to each other but we've also got to not be you know not baby each other and not be soft and things like that and i mean that in like you know I don't know, I mean that in the nicest way possible, you know what I mean? We've got to respect everybody, but, you know, don't bend over and sort of take it up the ass, so to speak. But, um, yeah, I just think Mental Health Week is really cool. It really shines a light on, on men's mental health and things like that. It's crazy. I'm always listening. I talk a fucking lot, obviously, but I'm always listening to different things. As I get older, I get, I get sort of you know, I listen more, I take more in, you know, some of my friends are talking to me, I can, I can hear that they've got sort of mental health issues and things like that, that might not be like depression and stuff, or, you know, suicidal thoughts, but they're, you know, people have bad days, and sometimes those bad days can add up, and they can spiral out of control, so people don't know how to get back, you know, their train on the metaphorical track, so, um, 
yeah, mental health week. It's we should all be checking on each other and stuff like that. And there was like two tips in there. I, I tell you what, I don't know what what's happened in my mind. And for the good touch wood, because um, it's like this shit's up and down. That's just how I feel. But I I have gained a lot of perspective lately on things. Um, I don't know where, I don't know what happened. Maybe I woke up, maybe I'm drinking too much coffee and it's doing me wonders. Maybe the crown lagers are just fucking hitting me different. I don't know, but um, it's I'm, I feel different lately and I'm getting perspective. But before I'm quick to shoot from the hip and judge things, I know I talk a lot of shit on this podcast. That's It's fucking fun, but I'll, I'll, I'll take step back and I'll take a step outside myself and I'll assess the situation. I was having a conversation with Beck tonight before this. We were talking about a lot of stuff and... um. Uh, it's like opinions, you know, I, I, I love having an opinion, but I really like hearing the opposite opinion. I like respecting both sides, you know, and perspective is kind of works like that for me too. Like if I'm having a hard time and I'm having a hard time because of this person over here, I like to sort of literally try and put myself in their shoes and go, what, what could be going on that? Why are they being a prick to me? Or why are they doing this to me? Or, you know, this could happen in your work life, your work fucking system uh, for your family it can be pretty hard sometimes to do that you know and this is probably taking me quite a long time to get to this point like as i'm 32 years of age like it takes me a long time to, to get just here but um it will come if you keep thinking and you keep trying and you keep trying to be better and want to be better um but yeah i think if i could give you one tip it would be like to try and just gain perspective on situations you know why am i feeling like this is there a reason behind this i'm not i'm not a, like a clinical fucking doctor obviously but like the little day-to-day things you know sometimes like, you know people get down and it's like why am i down you gotta you gotta assess your diet you gotta assess your sleep you gotta assess your relationships who are you hanging out with what are you doing what are you fucking putting in your ears you know if it's not the king of the couch put it in your ears you know what are you watching on the television? Are you drinking too much? You need to do a bit of a dry July. All these different things. So um, perspective, I, I would like to say, is one of the biggest things recently that has fucking helped me out. And yeah, I don't know. I just, I feel good. I feel really philosophical lately. So I thought it was timely that it was Mental Health Week and I was seeing all these posts last week and I've just been feeling like that. I was just having a really nice conversation with Beck before I did this podcast tonight and it made me think about that and I, I wanted to share it with you. She was saying some things that I thought... Uh, you know, I don't, I, I wanted to look at it from a different view. Um, I'm not a martyr or anything like that. I just thought I could help her and, and, and I think I did. So, um, yeah, I'm a nice guy. I'm a top bloke, king of the couch, nicest bloke ever. Neck t-shirt design. Oh God, we'll be finishing up here soon, but I'll just, I had some crazy things. I wrote down here, if you work from home, do you wear shoes at home? I don't know why I thought about that, but I, I often, cause I work from home. I often think that I do sales and things like that. But if I'm not dressed to like impress, you know, like I'm selling stuff in my slippers, it's kind of cool. It's kind of like that entrepreneurial type thing. But sometimes I like put my shoes on. Frankly, it's been cold lately and I get cold feet and cold hands. So I like go and put my shoes on. And sometimes I just wear shoes all day. Like I'm just dirtying up socks, but just like sitting in my chair and walking around the house. But when I have my shoes on, I feel like more sort of like in the state of mind sometimes to like work harder. It's a weird sort of thing. I don't know. Does anyone else do that? Is that, is that crazy? I'm crazy. Um, but I don't know why I wanted to share that. I just I had it written down and I've just started talking and I'm not going to edit out of the show. So yeah, anyway, so good. I uh, I will say I was don't really have many like show reviews or anything tonight, but I watched a show the other week with Beck called Panic. I saw it on Amazon Prime. Amazon Prime, I'm loving it. So good. Shout out Jeff Bezos. It's uh, a show called Panic, 
really good. It it uh, I'll give you the I'll give you a quick review. I liked it. It was like probably eight or nine out of ten for me. I didn't look again. Don't think too seriously. You know, it was just a fucking TV show. Um, I'm lenient with these shows. I am lenient with these shows and movies. But it was about in a town in Texas called Carp, or a place in Texas called Carp, and it's like a high school, and they play this game every year, and it's like kind of like unbeknownst to the cops and things like that, like, and it's now on their radar, but it's called Panic, and it basically starts sort of nice, but gets a little bit more sinister as they go on. They basically try to like make people panic and, and have huge amounts of fear and stuff like that to sort of get out of the game. And there's a big kitty, you know, kids put money into it, well, teenagers or whatever they are. They're meant to be teenagers, but, you know, they're, like, old as fuck. I've done a piece on this before, but they're, like, old as fuck. It's got, like, Jack Nicholson's sons, Ray Nicholson in it. Man, I love him. He's a heartthrob. I really like Ray Nicholson. He's just not your average, like, Zac Efron-looking dude. I really respect him. I like him. But it's just a good show, go and check it out, it does, there's scene that, scenes that make you panicky, it's a bit twisted, kind of a nice twisty bits at the end, I liked it, 10 episodes, good, perfect length, 8, 8 to 10, that's, that's all you want in a show, 40-ish, 45 minute episodes, unreal, bang on, that's what you want, so go and check out Panic on, uh, on Amazon Prime, I really, really liked it, um, and yeah, that's the show, that's the show tonight, people, I hope you liked it, nothing, nothing too much, to go on about, you know, just a, just a nice show, we'll say that was episode 99, I can't believe it, I look, I will say, I've done more episodes than 100 episodes, I know that, because I don't guest episodes, and bonus episodes, and things like that, but week to week, this is the 99th episode, this is fucking crazy, next week, it's the 100th episode of the King of the Couch, 100th weekly episode of the King of the Couch, I'm, I'm actually pretty super stoked, I'm actually pretty happy, very happy actually, very excited, <clears throat> pardon me, very excited, and I'm going to have uh, the love of my life, Beck Wimsett, is going to be joining me on the show next week. Um, we're going to be talking about all sorts of different stuff, kind of like a bit of a celebration, bit of a bit of a. It's a it's a 100th episode, you know. I might get a letter from the Queen. I don't know, but we're going to crack a nice bottle of red. We're going to talk about life. We're going to talk about things about the show. We we got we got we'll have a lot to cover, and it'll be a fucking riot. So I will put the I'll put the feelers out there to the to the listeners if they uh if they want any questions and topics and things talked about. Go heavy on the relationship stuff. I like that sort of shit. We'll we'll get down and dirty. Uh, mate, look, who knows? I've got the camera here. This could even be the birth of our OnlyFans page together. So I don't know, but anyway. Episode 100 next week. I'm very, very stoked. So, what can you do? You can subscribe and you can pay it forward. When I fucking pull out some merch later in the week, buy something. That would be great. I don't get paid for doing this, but I fucking do it anyway. But, you know, give me some money so I can buy more Crown Lagers for the show. Keep me lubricated while I go. Anyway, that was episode 99. You've been a friggin' great audience as always. I'm the king of the couch. You go and have a lovely week and I love you all. Oh,